0: This is the sports show we've all been waiting for. Connoisseurs of Sport features two sports enthusiasts who go beyond statistics to help you interpret the sports you love in new and refreshing ways. The Scout will help you spot players and teams that have the makings of true greatness without having to rely solely on fickle statistics. And the GM will help you understand how what goes on behind the scenes Translate into what happens on court or on the field. Get ready, because no one else does it like the Connoisseurs of Sport. Episode 27 Welcome everyone to Connoisseurs of Sport. This is the basketball GM. Can you tell yet? And I'm here with the (laughs) Scout. Scout, how's it going?
1: It's going all right. What what, what do we got today? What are we going to run our yaps about today?
0: Well, since the basketball GM is here, we're going to talk about the NBA, of course. Uh Um, Look, we can't get away from the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they're everywhere you turn, everywhere you look. You go to sleep. You have nightmares or dreams about them, depending on who you are. You wake up, they're on the TV. I mean, they're just everywhere. Uh, Steph Curry's going to be at the uh, Super Bowl. and We're recording just before that begins. So let's start there because as of taping, uh, we're taping the day after uh-huh. Golden State played Oklahoma City in a heavyweight matchup. It was in Golden State, and they prevailed 116-108 over the Thunder. So I know you were itching to talk about this. Go ahead. Take over. Tell us your thoughts.
1: <laughs> well, um, Golden State has like some ridiculous um, home winning streak. It's like 41, 42 games or something. Just yeah. Stretch it all the way back to last year or so. And um, this was a, a big game for me um, because I wanted to see the stylistic match. Yes. Or clash, I should say. Uh, we've discussed before the differences and how um, – uh, full disclosure um, I am m- partial to the Oklahoma City style of play and I've said that a lot um, and what is for-
0: what is that style of play
1: um it has some semblance of structure
0: <laughs> so are you telling us that Golden State has a free-for-all <laughs> yes
1: yeah, I am telling you that and, and the more <laughs> the thing about it is folks if all my golden state people are here you, you kind of have to stick with me because I am not a fan of the style um we've talked about the effectiveness and how they're built and how how they're built perfectly the and that world.
0: allows uh for that kind of free uh style yes.
1: especially from their guards yes uh, one in particular which is Steph Curry now i am i do have fatigue over the media coverage yes um, especially Steph Curry. It is it is way is blown way out of proportion as far now, as. Wait a minute, how long
0: has he been in the league again? Because I think everyone yeah, forgets.
1: Yeah, this is the thing. He Steph Curry has been in the league. This is his sixth season. Okay, so he's not new. He's twenty seven years old, six years, and this is like a breakout season. For yeah, him maybe last
0: talking. year, kind of.
1: So, again, when you look at him, when you look at him. Uh-huh. Steve Smith. <laughs> when you look at it, when yeah. you're looking at like if you look at Steph Curry statistically, okay, um, throughout his career, he's really a low twenty score um, kind of guy. Uh, first three years, he was in the teens. You can't really count a third year against him because that's when he had the ankle in- injuries and he missed right. almost three quarters of the season. So you kind of throw that out. But the other years, he's like, he's he's a low 20s guy, and this year he's vaulted up into near 30, and has been over 30, I think, for most of the season. Yeah, um, he's at 29.8. Right. right now. So, first of all, he's gotten better. True. Absolutely, mm-hmm. he's improved as a player. But also, I think there's this um the perfect storm going on here with the way the NBA is officiated, the rules, the the, the power structure um allowing for this kind of play and 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 just mentioning that if anyone remembers there's someone who um is not a fan of this uh three-point shot which is just the great greg popovich who i'm a huge fan of and i believe back in 2014 coach of the spurs coach of the spurs if anyone doesn't know one of the all-time great coaches um, back in 2014 when, uh, they were in the finals, he said, I hate the three point shot.
0: Mm-hmm. To me, it's
1: not basketball, but in true Popovich fashion and why I respect him so much, the last sentence was, but you gotta use it. That's right. But you gotta use it. So what the NBA has forced franchises, okay, forced you to employ the three point shot. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I think it should be – using should, but I like it when it's a supplemental part of a player's game, right, mm-hmm. where you have to respect it. I can hit this shot if I get an opening, similar to the way maybe a Kobe Bryant uses he has used it in his career or um, it, it, to, to – go back into the future not back to the future back to the present the game last night the way Kevin Durant tends to use it um right. which is strategically even though I think he overused it a bit I'm thinking of a specific shot down the stretch of that Golden State game I believe it was around a two-minute mark where he, he pulled up and took a big three um and maybe in my opinion he didn't need to because he's so diverse um, yeah an offensive player you know he can go down in that pinch post area um, get the ball from a, his teammate with his dribble, not exhausted, and really go to work from a triple threat position. Similar to the things you've seen Kobe Bryant do in big games, down stretches, Michael Jordan as well. Guys like that Carmelo Anthony, to a lesser degree, when in yes. his heyday would do the same thing. They would get you in that pinch post area and really put you in the torture chamber where one, they're going to hit the shot, or two, they're going to get fouled, or three, both. And describe the pinch post to the people. That's kind of that, That I'll say, mid-post area. It's not the low post, obviously, we know, which tends to be just outside of the lane. Okay, the pitch post is more underneath that elbow area, I'd like to call it. Or if you go free-throw line extended, which is to take the free-throw line all the way across the court. Yeah. It's just beneath that. So you'll see, um, just contemporarily speaking, Kobe Bryant likes to and has liked to love to operate in that area, um, as did Michael Jordan prior to him. Um, so, yes. it, it, and typically, when a guy receives the ball in that area, they like to face up. And the, the beauty of that is, you have a triple threat where you have not exhausted your dribble, as I said. Okay, so you can either shoot from a standstill position, you can use your dribble, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or you can pass or what, or what have you, depending on how the and it, the defense. So you
0: have various options as a yeah, defensive an right. player, and the defense uh, is. Uh, not able
1: to plan as well for what your next move is going to be. Exactly because any any in that area you can see the floor really well. Um so any double teams that may come your way no matter where the defense sends them from you're able right. to see mm-hmm. and therefore attack. Um it's just a hard, very very difficult a uh, spot on the floor to defend when you have these elite offensive players. right? Um, so and, and a
0: part of um, what happened with Kevin Durant last night playing Golden State is he got swept up in their game. And right. a big thing for Golden State, uh, if they're going to meet them in the playoffs, I'm sorry, not for Golden State, a big thing for the Thunder, if they're going to meet Golden State in the playoffs, is to remember their game, mm-hmm. their game plan, and to stick with it uh, late in the game when, you know, the clock's ticking down, they're trying to maybe come back, they're very close uh, that kind of thing, because watching it you could see uh, a few moments where Durant thought he was on the Golden State Warriors and <laughs> Right. that gave uh, the Golden State Warriors the opportunity to extend their lead um, which could have been blunted if Durant mm-hmm. had done what you were talking about have relied on his spots on the court um right,
1: right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and against them i think it's even more important because you slow them down right you put fouls on them which slows the game down again they're not able to run as much you get them you know you, you're able to set your defense you know the standard cliches you're hearing basketball so i would love to see carried Durant, who i love who in actuality i think is the best player in the game right now.
0: Oh.
1: Uh, yes, I do think that why he's... is
0: that? Why why would you put him
1: over Curry, over LeBron in particular? Okay, well Steph Curry's not in the conversation to me because he's too one dimensional. And opinion, you
0: mean uh do you mean no defense or do you mean even offensively?
1: Well, yeah, we could discuss the defense, where which is he is subpar, mm-hmm. um, which is why they use Clay Thompson typically on the high scoring, because it's a point guard league now. So typically you have a cross match where Clay Thompson will guard the point guard. You saw that in the game where I believe Steph Curry was on the great Russell Westbrook for what? A few minutes, maybe three or four, and then they yeah. switch Klay Thompson on him. Because it's just no way Steph Curry can hold up to that. Right, um, while
0: I, Westbrook was guarding Curry.
1: Right, and we, yeah. we, again, we'll get to Westbrook as well, right? Mm-hmm. All around great, great player and talent. But I struggle with Steph Curry. Um, the bulk of his points come, as everyone knows, from that three-point line, which bothers me as well. If you want to compare him to these upper echelon guys that score everywhere, and also i don't like the way he's officiated
0: well yeah there was even one play in that game where i mean the guy barely touched him yes at the rim and they called it and then on the other end of the court for the thunder a similar play more contact actually and no call um so yeah that that's a big part of yeah. him you mentioned him getting better of course but it's also the officiating and the today's game that has helped to make those
1: improvements even more effective. Correct, and they, you know, they officiate. You know, they'll deny it, but you know, depending on the guy's size and things like that. You know, you grade Steph Curry.
0: Oh, it was, it was ridiculous, right? And I think it even
1: the ensuing play—it was Kevin Durant drill move, and I think he got hit across almost the chest, mm-hmm. like that, and the ball comes out. No call. So, um, yeah. And again, I'm not looking. I'm looking at this with a different eye. Um, so, no, I don't put Steph Curry in that class. Um, again, Russell Westbrook, in my opinion, is the best all-around player at the point guard position. I believe he and Durant were the best two players on the floor last night. Hmm. Okay. But so you, you put you put.
0: Uh, Westbrook above uh, Chris Paul. Yes. Um, obviously above Curry. Yes. Okay.
1: Right. You know, some of, I mean, it's a ton of really good point guards. Um, Shout out to Damian Lillard, who doesn't get any respect. No, um, he doesn't. No, he forgetting. really doesn't, but he's another <laughs> one that's really good. But just to get back to the point, I think Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook are the, were the best two players on the court. Now, you said something to me, GMs. Mm-hmm about and this goes back to the way teams are built, um, that Oklahoma City is top heavy.
0: Yes, very yeah, meaning Durant and Westbrook and then
1: everybody else. Correct. They they're more they're built more like those teams that we like to see. Um, it's speaking for me in the GM in the what middle two thousands though you know the the Lakers Shaq and Kobe um, Shaq and I mean uh, Kobe and a uh, soul that's more like one and a half but um <laughs> uh, so who was some of the I mean you always kind of had a one two punch going all the way back to um, Jordan and Pippen and that kind of thing I like to see great yeah. players lead teams. Um, and I also like to see them in crunch moments really isolate and take the game over. That's what I love about NBA basketball. Um, so, again, the Warriors are never going to resonate with me. Just like so what,
0: saying, so what you're saying, so we're clear here, is you want players to create their own offense. That's what excites you. Yes. And on the Golden State Warriors, since Seth Curry is – their leading scorer, their primary uh, offensive focus. We don't really get that because he doesn't really create his shot. That's not really his game. Uh, it's playing off of screens. It's uh, finding, uh, you know, the open spots on the court in certain yeah. ways. Yeah, Is to that, get that
1: shot. That method to the madness. Right um now now every now and then, he can get his own shot but not consistently um he had a, a late shot over kevin durant which was a great shot right yes but,
0: now that by the way that was a travel into that shot sorry travel oh did you
1: saw oh so you oh you yes just,
0: well uh we you,
1: yeah it. okay
0: you can look it up online everybody look it up for a uh, slow motion they'll show you it's three steps after the uh, dribble. I'm sorry. <laughs> now look, you can't take that shot away from him. It's great, but he traveled into it. Sorry, it wasn't a crab dribble either.
1: All right. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, he. If you, if you really watch him and Russell Westbrook, because of his athleticism and ability to recover off of screens, closed out on a lot of those three-pointers, yes. at least one of nine from three, um, so he can give him problems. And we talked about this so Flash, Curry you was so Curry,
0: You said Curry was one of nine from three last night. From three, yes, yeah. And I think um, I think uh, the other Splash Brother was one of eight, right? Yeah, from something three. like that.
1: One. They didn't shoot well from three. Now here is the danger. Yeah, for Oklahoma City and really everyone else—they still won.
0: Exactly, and that's because yeah. they have a well-constructed team. They and we saw it right. if in the playoffs last year. We saw where their role players stepped into those roles, bigger roles, stepped into those bigger shoes and did what needed to be done to get them the win. But I'll say this. You're right. The league has to watch out. But I think based on what happened in that game, well, first of all, it was in Golden State. It's number one. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. the, now, in Golden State's favor, they're going to have home court advantage. So that's going to yes. be a problem. Yes. You got to beat them at home. Right. But – The Thunder did enough to show the league that they can be beaten if you're... You have to be really disciplined, though. Yes. Especially in in crunch time. You can't let go of your game plan. Uh, And you need a defender who can take Curry out, like Mm -hmm. Westbrook is able to do. And by taking Curry out, it just means he's in the low 20s. He's not shooting well from three. Right. That kind of
1: thing. I think if you can keep him... Like, he was 10 out of 26 in his game. Right. I mean, you know, he cannot play volume scorer exactly. like some other guys can. You know, Carmelo can do that. Kobe can do that. Michael Jordan could do that. And um, by that, you mean getting up a lot of shots, right? Right. And the reason for that is he does not get to the foul line right and that's because of where he plays on the court right so it's this really weird thing where if you touch him he goes to the. that's why you see him get a lot of clean layups because people know they can't touch him right right but at the same time that plays into he he does not put fouls on front lines on opposing front lines and he also does not go to the foul line so if you keep putting him in a volume aspect where in comparison you put if kobe shoots Let's say Kobe, you know, shoots a 10 out of 26 or something like that. You know, he may be 9 out of 10 from the line. This is Kobe's heyday. You know, or even 11 out of 13 or something like that. He'll build in that area. Or one of
0: the the best volume shooters in NBA League history, especially for size, Allen Iverson. Yes, good point. Who never shot well from the field. Right. Was so effective at getting at the line, at creating other opportunities for his teammates that it didn't matter much.
1: And you know what's interesting? I'm glad you brought him up. Um, and also, this is something, uh, I, think, I believe we talked about the Kobe assist. I believe it was a guy at MIT or one of mm-hmm. these uh, upper echelon institutions that, that came up with this. Um, whereas if you are offensive players that are disruptive to defenses, meaning they they overcompensate with their help defenders to stop them. Yes create an edge on the offensive glass. Meaning this, Allen Iverson was was key. And this is what we mean by guys that even though they, if they're playing in a volume scoring capacity, they still have an impact. Whereas if Allen Iverson, if you're set up to stop Allen Iverson, which you had to do, okay, and you devote X amount of defenders, okay, maybe you overload that side of the floor. If he gets that shot up, even if he misses, the weak side board is wide open.
0: So mm-hmm. you get a
1: lot of offensive rebounds, a lot of putbacks because... The defense is so um, disrupted, and even still, when you when you devote guys like if you devote a big guy as a help defender against an Allen Iverson, if you say, okay, look, I want to help Big because he's going to finish over a smaller guy, well then you're going to get cross matches and you're going to have smaller guys boxing out bigger guys as well. If that mm-hmm. makes you that. do you understand what I mean? So anytime you can it, it have that kind of effect on a defense. It changes things. That's why I'm not big into these stats. Guys like looking at these efficiency numbers. Steph Curry, if he does not shoot well, his impact is reduced. Okay, yes. and I'll tell you this, and this goes to their team construction. Their bench, as you alluded to, played great. I mean, you have Andre Iguodala, who's the finals MVP of last year, was four out of six, eight points, two assists, three rebounds. And you had Maurice Fates, six out of 10, 15 points. Hmm. Okay. Um. Sean Livingston, who's really been playing well this season, he's a four out of seven, ten points. And then you had Leandro Barbosa, um, a Phoenix Suns fame. Yeah. <laughs> four out of six for nine points. So they had a huge, huge, um, contribution off the bench. And also, again, getting back to Oklahoma City, top heavy, right? Yeah. So they don't get that kind of production off the bench, even though they have a guy, Ennis Cantor, who plays relatively well as a big guy off the bench. And he even had a big game. But that was really their sole source um, of bench scoring, where he had 14 points. And that was pretty much it from their bench. So you look at that you say, okay, if I sit Kevin Durant and I sit Westbrook, one gets in foul trouble, what have you, or something like that happens, you're in serious trouble. I don't like Serge Ibaka's game these days. Who does? Uh Well, he he's, he seems to be enamored with himself as an offensive player. Where he, used be, <laughs> yeah. he used to be, you know, the shot blocker type, kind of the more the dirty work kind of guy. And that's what they need. But now, you know, he's a three-point shooter. You know, through a lot of hard work, he's expanded his game. But a lot of times when guys do that, yeah. other things fall by the wayside. I mean, I can't remember a game where, games where Serge Ibaka had no blocks. And that was one of those games, zero blocks. This is a guy who came in as a shot blocker, so um, I'm looking at that. i also looking at Harrison Barnes, who they got back, I believe, two months ago, and I'm talking about Golden State here again, jumping back, who mm-hmm. put in 19 points for them. Yeah, he
0: had, a, he had a really good game for them.
1: Right, so they, again, I believe we really, it really kind of bothers me when people elevate Steph Curry to his mm-hmm. level. It does, because they're, they're t- as we said a thousand times, that team, the way it's constructed, allows him to do what he does, and they... They uh, it's a symbiotic relationship. This is not Durant and Westbrook carrying Oklahoma City. Okay, no, so. it's yeah, it's completely completely yes. different. So I don't like that. Uh, I'm somewhat tired of it, to be honest with you. With Steph oh. Curry, I am. Um, so anyway, I'm not going to go on a rant, a full rant about that. But I'm pretty much it was a national game. I'm pretty pretty sure most of you all saw it. Um, but there's no doubt in my mind that Durant and Westbrook were the superior players on the court. Um, yeah. in that game now. And, and you out. know, the other
0: the other side of that is uh, you know, Curry has a team that's built around him for him to do what he does. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, he can get away with it. You gotta stop it if if you wanna she- beat them, you know. What? And mm-hmm. yeah, and Durant and Westbrook must do what they do yes. for for Oklahoma City to even have a shot at winning. So, you know, we can't, we can't, as you're saying, neglect that whole team uh, philosophy Mm -hmm. that the two different teams have, the atmosphere, the makeup, all of that makes a big difference. Uh, And even like when you're talking about Popovich, you know, he has a particular idea about basketball and you can see that in his team's DNA. And, you know, we were talking about Kawhi Leonard, we mentioned it before in a previous podcast, but uh, watching the Golden State-Oklahoma City game bringing him up because he may not be the most talented of players, but he you can tell that he's worked hard on all of the parts of the game Yes, in order to be better. He's very solid from everywhere. Even his, his dribbling, he's improved. And this is a guy who can create his own shot. He can shoot off of the dribble mm-hmm. and all of that. Uh, he can play in the pinch post, as you were saying, if needed. And... He can defend, so yeah,
1: well, right. That's his hallmark, right? Exactly. And, and it, you know, it's interesting that you say that mm-hmm. um, because we just talked about Serge Ibaka kind of uh, loosening up on the defensive end as a result of maybe him escalating his offensive game. Well, you look at Kawhi Leonard, and it's still he's still a lockdown defender guy, kind of an old school defensive perimeter defender type guy, right? Yeah. And he maintained that while. Improving. I mean, you even mentioned to me that I think Kawhi Leonard is better than I anticipated or I had thought at this point because of the ball handling improvement, right? And those sorts of the ability to shoot off the dribble, which is, is, is paramount, in my opinion. And, and it's um, not that he
0: does anything great. It's that he does so many things well. So right. That's the, that's the thing. No, it's not like he's the best dribbler, but his dribbling has become efficient. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get the ball stolen from him. He's not going to lose the ball like some players in the league. I want to mention. Okay, so it's things like that where you go. Okay, he checks all
1: of those boxes. Right. Now the only thing I see with him that may be a limitation. I mentioned this to you, this to you, and this again, I don't want to say a limitation because we're talking. I'm talking elite scorers. Um, typically when I look for, I look at a guy and I determine, okay, is he going to be an elite scorer? Meaning he can score under any circumstance. Mm-hmm. Okay. He can get a shot under any circumstance. I, the guy needs to be able to shoot off balance to me. Right. I believe that's very important. And when I say off balance, I mean the ability to square yourself and square yourself. I mean, your shoulders, mm-hmm. regardless of what your lower body is doing and be able to square and get your your shoulder free, and get off a good shot.
0: Right, like, and really squaring in the air, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. a lot of people, you know, a lot of these media people, you know, oh, this is a bad shot, and that's a bad shot. But it, it's a, it's a, mechanically, there are ways to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and guys like, you see Kevin Durant, and Russell Westbrook at times, guys like that, Carmelo Anthony, the guys we've mentioned over and over again, are able to shoot under the rest, off balance, over the top of people. right. Um, I'm not sure where Kawhi is with that. Mm-hmm. But that was one thing I saw, I said, I don't know. I thought he was a little a little um rigid on his on he, his Yeah, job. he
0: can he can be a bit stiff, but again, that's what I mean by he may not be the most talented. Right. He's not going right. to have that kind of fluid game.
1: He's not a natural scorer maybe. No, he didn't come uh, out of the womb right at the same right. time Yeah. Got-
0: Right, he's no Kobe. He's no Tracy McGrady. You know, right. no, who is right? Yeah, he's
1: no Durant
0: or anything like that. Uh, where where offense just comes easily, and where you go, right. okay, they may have missed the past ten shots, but this one might be going in.
1: Right, yeah. And, you know, I, I want to again. I want to draw this line in the sand where this is not a, a really a criticism in the negative sense because no, comparing these guys to all time great school guys you can put in a time machine drop in any era and they can get you 35
0: right Kawhi is a step down from that you know right but that's 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 why again i say he's a solid player yeah solid
1: well solid may may even selling them short right no because
0: solid means i can like i said i can go down that checklist and go yeah you got that you got that that's solid Uh that's solid there are not a lot of
1: solid players okay i see yeah i see what you mean right right and you know it's interesting that um uh, because uh the lakers just went into san antonio and lost right and you know it was kobe's last game in san antonio and uh, greg popovich apparently asked him to kind of uh mentor Kawhi leonard somewhat
0: oh no not kobe
1: well, you know, hey, <laughs> hey he wants he, he wants Kawhi to be an evil. So he told Kobe <laughs> to be evil. Yeah. But yeah, this is this is true. And obviously Kobe is because, you know, contrary to what people uh, say about him is quite uh, gregarious right uh, when it comes to offering advice to opponents even in, in back when he was in his prime he would do this sort of thing because right. the man loves basketball so that
0: that's be- a part of you know the tradition of the NBA that's true how Kobe learned people uh taught him things you know right. Gary teaching him defense things like that
1: good call uh, on that that's right right Gary Payton would tell that story it was at an all-star game where Kobe came up to him he, he sure in- will tell it. Supersonic, yes. Well, of course, Peyton. Well, but he was a supersonic, and Kobe walked up to him and said, "Hey, can you, you know, can you give me some point? Can you help me out here?" Right. And Gary Payton, I think, said no one at that at that level, even at the level he was at that time, would do that. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, and again, Gary Payton, one of
0: the. And even you were talking uh, about Wiggins, how Wiggins was influenced
1: by, by Andrew Wiggins of the Minnesota Timberwolves. There's another one. So there's a, an entire, and there's, there's tons of these stories. Guys going on record. These younger guys, yeah, so, and anyways. Kobe helped them. So. Um, you know, it, you know, that's again, this is Kobe's swan song season 20. You know, he's making kind of his his his, his tour here, yes. but yeah, um, that was just an interesting note on the, to add it to the Kawhi Leonard story. Um, who I don't think is done getting better, no. And again, whenever a guy is open to that, right, and works hard, then you have something. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how far he actually takes this, right?
0: Yeah, we're gonna see. I mean, he, he does have a ceiling, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but n- we'll see if he can square those shoulders in the air. Like you said, let's see if he throws that in there right. one day. Uh, speaking of d- squaring your shoulders in the air, let- let's not um leave out the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, under mm-hmm. new coach Tyronn Lue. Uh, They're six and three under him after going 30 and 11 under David Black before he mm-hmm. was behind. Um, What do you think about them? Now, Keep in mind, everyone, Kyrie Irving uh, is
1: still coming off of that injury. Let's talk about that a bit. Because Kyrie is one of our favorite guys. Mm. And people, slow down. He just got back from a major knee injury. I mean, you know, just relax. He he let him work himself back in. (laughs) He's been playing better as of late, right? And I think he is important for them. Um much oh, yes. more so than um Kevin Love is. Kevin Love. Yeah. Right. I think you really have to give Kyrie some latitude as far as scoring is concerned.
0: And it's just like you said, if this is a point guard league
1: now, mm-hmm. uh you gotta let him do what he does. Well, again, there's always gonna be a clash there because of LeBron James um yeah. propensity for handling the ball. Yes. Um the majority of the time, which I don't think he should be doing. Um, I agree, I think, because yeah. his
0: handle is... Uh,
1: deplorable. It, oh, you going that? But yeah, it's... Yeah. He will be the, the stripped, and he will lose the ball two or three times a game. Yes. On like a a ghost is
0: defending him at times. A yeah. ghost slapped it out of his hand, and you don't know why. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, you know, so... But again, I think you really need to... First of all, Kyrie is, is a upper echelon almost elite scorer if he's allowed like you said with all the checks mm -hmm, okay he can score from anywhere he's not relying on the three-point shot nor does he employ it um at that large percentage i mean like going back to steph curry i think over half of his shots are threes i think he shoots like 10 almost 11 a game Mm. Um out of 20 shots a game, I'm rounding up, I believe it's like 19.8 or so, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um so he's not as reliant on that. He's the best ball handler in the game, as far as I'm concerned. I, I'm not, that's not even an argument, um, for me. And he plays with direction. Whereas some of the things I don't like, you know, Steph Curry kinda runs around a three-point arc until, you know, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's just, a, you know, I call it chicken with the head cut off. But Kyrie has a plan to me. He knows what yes. he wants to do. And if you well, take he better he's away, playing with LeBron, you know, right. What? And most importantly, if you take something away, yes, he has a counter and that that's another thing with great scores. Mhm. Okay, so um again, yes, let's let's people slow down on Kyrie Irving. This is the scout and the GM telling you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we'll see how, you know, the season progresses for him. Uh we're almost at the all, all-star break. Uh, At this point, it'll be next weekend. Mm -hmm. So after that, we'll see how he's feeling, his health, um, and whether he starts getting his swagger back. Um, Maybe he'll have those flashes of brilliance like Kobe's shown us in a couple of games uh, recently. Mm -hmm. Uh, So maybe that's going to happen for him. I hope so. uh, Because like you said, he has such a a diversity to his game. Yeah.
1: And we need more of in this league. Yes. And remember, he had a fractured kneecap. That was the injury. That is Which severe. Is, yeah, that's crazy. Um, right, yeah. and he sustained that in the finals, as everyone knows. Um, so he hasn't been gone for. The, he hasn't been out for that long. And again, with these injuries, your body has to get used to the stress again. So I'm sure he has some swelling and things like that. Right. So you know, if he's and even
0: on, playing the game, you know, at tempo and all of that. Yep. Um.
1: Yeah. Now so, you know those back-to-backs. I'm sure may be a little treacherous when you come coming on oh, yeah. the back end of that. You know, again, remember these guys fly on 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 planes all the time. So we all know what that means when you're sitting for a yes. period of time. And these guys are not five eight. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so that adds. So I mean, this is just things you have to consider—real life things instead of just looking at you know a guy on the court and then just throwing uh you know. Throwing him in the trash. Okay, so let's give Kyrie a chance. Remember, this is a guy who has gone over 50 points in games before. So just relax on my man Kyrie, please.
0: Yeah, now he won't be in the All-Star game. Right. But like you're saying, throwing people in the trash. Well, now they've not thrown people in the trash for the All-Star. They've, you know, buffed them up. They've made them shiny and they're ready to be on display. Uh, we all know that this is Kobe Bryant's final all Star Game, he was the lead vote getter, right? Yes, yeah. So there you go. I know some people going, "Oh, I can't believe it! Look, it's for the fans. The fans vote how they vote."
1: It's um, precedent for this anyway. Magic Johnson. Oh yeah, this is honor- yeah. I mean, this. I'm not. I'm not dealing with people. That, you know, people that don't like Kobe and want to get all, on that ESPN high horse. I ain't got time for that.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, starting in the West is uh, the aforementioned Kobe, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard. Curry, and Westbrook. So, see, we took Woo. care of all of them, those starters. Uh, in the East, it's LeBron, Paul George, who everyone forgets about. Mm-hmm. uh Carmelo, uh, Dwayne Wade, and uh, Kyle Lowry. Lowry's.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Uh, first of all, that, that West squad is Murders Row.
0: Yeah. Now, see, the real question is, because they're going to give Kobe his due. Mm-hmm. What Kobe are we gonna see
1: now? You mean is it gonna be like kind of like a campaign for the MVP that kind of thing?
0: Yeah, or even you know because I'm sure they're gonna give him the ball to see where he is. Yes, and if he's on, watch out. I mean, we might really get you know. He's been playing a
1: lot better lately.
0: Yes, that's exactly. Thanks for reading my mind, Scout. There you go. So Mm -hmm. is is he lathering up to give us a show? I hope so. You know, we want everyone to be on their best. Uh, yeah. Behavior and have their best games ready, so we're going to be able to see if Kawhi Leonard can, you know, uh, get
1: those shoulders in the right place in the air that you been talking about. Right. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing before we move yeah. on from the All Star game. The one thing about Kobe, we're not moving on from there. Oh, we're not. Oh, well, the one thing I want to see is he's typically intense competitively. Everyone knows this. Are you talking about bring, Kobe. Yes, he would bring that to the All Star games, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. he'll bring that to your neighborhood <laughs> black right.
1: Pick up game, right but yeah. the, the thing is this year he's been a little more elder elder statesman yeah. uh smiling more kind of kind of living in the now in the moment yes, the Miss America tour doing right. the waves at people yes enjoying himself
0: so how's yes or like him? the Seinfeld guy oh see me love me feel <laughs> it. you know that <laughs>
1: that whole thing. <laughs> so, the thing is how does he handle the all-star game because if he does that in the all-star game I believe everyone else loosens up, too. I I'm believe right. he was the glue in those All-Star games. I believe even the West, every time he didn't play, I believe the West lost in, in recent memory, in recent times. Uh, I can't think of the record. I don't have it in front of me, but um, the West played better when he played, because Kobe mm-hmm. gets to And you're talking about better.
0: last year, right?
1: Last year, right. well, as far as him losing? Yeah, and, and they lost a few years because Kobe's missed yeah. maybe a handful of All Stars, yeah. maybe like three, three, two or three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe they lost all of them. I mean, I could be wrong, but I believe so. Now, yeah, so that so is what you're saying,
0: it, you know, it, to make it a competitive
1: right exercise. One that he's the one that will do that. Oh, he yeah. that does that. So, I hope he does, because the game needs that. The All-Star game needs him being that way. So, now we'll look, see if it, he it, does.
0: He also will have his brother in crime, Westbrook, there, who... It's true. Uh, look, everybody, let me tell you this about him. If he wants to slap your hand, <laughs> you better have it out ready, okay? Don't play with Westbrook. <laughs> he so,
1: ain't
0: uh, No, he ain't playing. So, we'll, you know, that'll be a nice thing, and... Like you're saying with Murder's Row for the Western Conference starters, really, I mean, these five guys can play together. Yes. Play together. Um, mm-hmm. Now, if we look at the East, what do you think about them playing together? Well...
1: I at mean, least, I, well, I do have Lowry.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, talent-wise, they're not the same level. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm looking at Lowry, who's a nice player. Yeah. But- I mean, he's not really in the class with the rest of them. I mean, who else? We got LeBron and Paul George. That's See, the thing with LeBron is if LeBron would play in a role, it would help everyone around him. What do you mean by that? Play in a role? He tries to do anything and everything and it's no it's not systematic. You know, yeah. what I mean? he, he it's he's point guard. So, so meaning if you
0: Yeah, so like, what what you mean is if you're playing with LeBron, you don't even know what he's about to do. <laughs> right. You don't know yeah. if you're
1: going to be bringing the ball up the court, if you're going to be playing in the, in the pinch posts, or you're going to be down low, or you're going to be on the wing, or you're going to stand up in the corner. You just don't know because he does whatever he feels. It's, it's no. Yeah.
0: I think, you know what, honestly, I think that's a coaching problem. Now, some people say he's a coach killer. You can make up your own minds on that. Right. Um, I think he's never had a coach who could say to him, look, you need to do these three things and let other people do other things. And right. let that be to his strengths. Go in the pinch post, even though you can't dribble, and do those moves. Yes, when you have, uh, you know, if you have the lane open, or if, if we're in transi- transition, go to the rim, do those monster dunks. Right. Get that going. You know, really focus him on what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if, if the clock's running down, yeah, throw up that three. So, you know, just be very specific with him, because I think a part of uh, LeBron's psyche is he really does want to be great. And he believes that, yes, I need to do all of these things to be great. I need to get everybody involved. I need to have I need to be unselfish, but then selfish. And it's just very confusing to him. So I, I just wish that somebody would just sit him down and convince him to just focus on a few things. And let Kyrie Irving do what he needs to do. You play with Kyrie Irving, dude. Right.
1: Yeah. Now, yeah, with Lowry,
0: remember, he lost a lot of weight. Yes, so, he did. Yes, he did. And he, they don't get a lot of TV play. Uh, the Raptors, they get enough, but not a whole bunch. So it'll be interesting to see his new, new svelte physique. <laughs> and what that means, because uh, 538, I think we mentioned this, 538 has a great write-up on him, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to read it, which is informative. So I, I would be interested to see what he does, whether LeBron defers to him for him to set up the offense. With, it's an all-star game, so whatever they do, it's going to be a little bit of off. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> um,
0: you know, and, and but the question, see, my question is, you got LeBron, Paul George, Carmelo, and Dwayne. Wait, they need the ball. I mean, this is like Right. Who's gonna who's gonna be unselfish here? And I know everyone wants to talk about Kobe being selfish. Kobe can do anything he wants to do,
1: okay? Yeah, he so. can play off of the ball, He can play off of screens, right. he can yeah, he can he can facilitate Kobe, yeah, he's diverse. Um yeah. whereas I just would like I don't wanna see LeBron handling the ball where he has to take four five, yeah. well, not even four, where he, has to t- where he has to take five, six, seven dribbles. That's trouble. Right. Now, if you give him the ball on the pinch post and he takes two dribbles, he's at the front of the rim, that's his game to me. That's exactly. If focused on that, he would be even better. Right. And, and to you, your point, yeah. and, you know, I'm not a, you know, a psychiatrist or anything, but he, he seems like such a nice guy Right, general. yeah, yeah, yes. And I think that may hurt him. Yes, it's,
0: yes, it does. It does hurt. I mean, even, you know, everybody talks about Shaq Kobe, right? Um, and I listen to Shaq's podcast, so it's nice to hear his thoughts when he gets into this topic. And, you know, we always think of Shaq as this jovial guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but no. Now, y'all need to know, when it came time to, you know, throw that hammer down, yeah. Shaq did it, okay, yeah. as a leader, okay, He was talking about people playing video games before they had a game, and he was like, we better not lose, or I'm smashing that. (laughs) Remember that famous story of the Christmas Day game they lost, and he threw all the food off of the table, onto the floor. Okay, so, you know, look, it's all – please have your camaraderie and all of that, but every now and then you do need to take that stick out. And uh, I just – you know, I just – for LeBron – I just wish someone would take some of that stuff off his shoulders because he doesn't he doesn't shoulder the burden as well as some other people do, right like and like we're saying, you know just be clear with him and 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 I wish he would just let the point guard do more
1: yes let um, him let him set you up even yeah. in the finals against Golden State. And that's why he was, his shooting percentage and all those things were down. Now, Kyrie was, was out. out. Kyrie was
0: Kyrie out after was game one.
1: one. Right. Yeah. But even still, mm-hmm. it's too much point guard uh, playmaker LeBron to me. And yeah, I look, yeah you're I mean, not Magic Johnson. And right. yeah. Exactly. And yeah. that's what the media has cast him as. It's not him. He should be Playing more like Carmelo Anthony did in his prime. Carmelo's having yeah. some knee trouble right now. He's having some knee trouble right now. So you all calm down with sniping at my man Carmelo. <laughs> um, but when you get the ball again, we talked about it a thousand times. In that, pinch, can you imagine LeBron in that pinch post? Maybe you you, you run a cross screen for him. He comes off off of that, getting a pass, and just runs yes. the rim. I mean, and then the he
0: could, And like you said about that uh, spot on the court, he can still do his passes if they're available. You could yes. if you. It, it just really fits his game so well. And then when everybody talks about, oh, he's so big and athletic, that's where you can showcase that. It's not just about dunking the ball. It's anyway. nothing wrong
1: with being a forward.
0: Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> you know what, exactly. <laughs> now, look, okay. here are the, um, the other folks on these all star teams. Rounding out the West, Draymond Green, James Harden. Okay, Chris stop right there for a minute.
1: Okay. Raymond Green really an all-star. This
0: is his first time as a all-star selectee. He was not voted in. Uh, remember, the Warriors are the best uh, team in the league, so they're going to be overrepresented on the all-star team. That's traditionally what's done. And he is the glue guy. He's, he's leading yeah, but glue the league. guys don't make all-star teams. He's leading the league in uh, triple-doubles. Not, oh, not, not with blocks, Not with blocks.
1: My, my man Whiteside, not with
0: blocks. But he's doing that. So I understand that. I'm not saying I agree. I'm being the GM here. Um, but, you know, so that would be the explanation. Let me finish the list now, Scout, before right, start getting right. you get ruffled. So Draymond Green, I said, Jane Tard Chris Paul, of course. Clay Thompson, there you go. Anthony Davis, the unibrow. Demarcus Cousins, who, you know, if he could focus, what in the world would happen? But and
1: because...
0: Yeah, and Lamarcus Aldridge. How uh, did Aldridge make friend.
1: it? Say what? Marcus Aldridge. I guess they had to take a spur, so they just closed their eyes and. Yeah. I... Oh well, Ka- Kawhi made. it. I don't get Marcus Aldridge, but hey. Also, they needed some forwards. Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because
0: that they have <laughs> they have two forward centers, two forwards, and this is from the reserves and three uh, guards. Okay. So yeah. You had a position struggle. Yeah, now let's go through the East's reserves. We have Jimmy Butler, who was, didn't he just injured?
1: Yeah, he's been having some trouble. I don't know what his injury is, but he's been in and out. Yeah.
0: Uh, DeMar DeRozan. Okay. Right, Paul, Toronto. Paul Millsap. Uh, Andre Drummond in his first appearance in All-Star Games. Okay. Chris Bosh. John Wall. And Isaiah Thomas, not to be confused with the great Isaiah Thomas. Uh, and this is Isaiah Thomas's first all-Star game as well. Who was
1: for Isaiah Thomas? John Wall. Now, Look, see I'm not, here... I'm not the biggest John Wall fan. I'm going to be I honest. I know you're not. I, I'm not. I'm, I, again, I'm not saying he's trash or anything like that, but he's he's a little reckless for my taste.
0: Yeah, but if you want a guard in the East...
1: Yeah, yeah you're right. See, that's the thing. That, right, because you go in the West, you got a ton of point guards, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, they got they got
1: Harden. Lillard they, didn't they, make it. Yeah, Harden and Lillard didn't handler. make it. Right. I mean, so you kind of... So they're, they're looking for, for power players. In the and East then it's like, the who's guards. the
0: two and the one? Because James Harden will play the point. You know, Chris Paul... Yeah, you got right. that right. Yeah, you know, Clay Thompson can if he needs to. Really? Um, so, yeah, I understand what they're doing in the East. Uh, with those reserves, I just think the West is just so much stronger.
1: Yeah, just talent. They just have the elite level talent. I mean, even back to the Unibrow, who is a it, it hasn't been able to put his talent together, as far as I'm concerned. And whereas it doesn't translate to impact yet, mm-hmm. but as a skill player with the size and the abilities and the movement skills, he is an elite talent. Hmm. Um. Ooh. Again, Paul George and those guys in the starting lineup for the East, I think, are pretty much top-notch. But, yeah, I I mean, it's always the West. Boogie Cousins, my man, Boogie Cousins. Yeah, look, yeah, see it. Look, Boogie Cousins has a guard. He, like, he wants to be a guard. He does. And And he has some skills. Look, don't get me wrong. He's got skill. Yeah, but, Boogie, you'd be murdered if you just took it a little closer. Yeah, just
0: calm down a bit and, you know. <laughs> <But> <laughs> now, we,
1: love, we love Boogie Cousins here, though.
0: Yeah, we sure do. Now, look, to, to wrap this up. Yeah. It's not just the game going on. Remember, we have those events. You have uh, the All-Star Saturday Night featuring the Taco Bell Skills Challenge. Must The Foot we, Locker, yeah. Locker three-point <laughs> contest. And the Verizon Slam Dunk. Competition. Now, why does everything have a sponsor? State Farm All Star Saturday Night, Taco Bell, Foot Locker. All right, NBA. We know, we understand, but come on now. All right. Now, so,
1: in, do we have our returning champ, Steph Curry, right in, in the three-point three. shootout? Football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we have um, Levine. Let me read the participants for you for the dunk contest.
0: Okay, so here for the three-point shooting is Curry, Harden, Clay Thompson, Chris Middleton. Lowry, J.J. Reddick, the greatest shooter in history, Chris Bosh, <laughs> and uh, Devin Booker.
1: Uh, oh, Devin Booker, the rookie. In, yes. I from, was impressed by him. Phoenix Suns, yes. I was yeah. impressed by him. Devin Booker, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: now, yes, Curry won last year, Bellinelli the year before, Kyrie Irving in 2013, Kevin no Love kidding? in 20, 20. 2012, Kevin Love won it. Okay. Um, so that's wow. a
1: three-point shootout. Now oh, you mentioned. Say, so before you move on, yeah, have got that Middleton guy. I believe he's from the Milwaukee Bucks. Middleton, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I, I've seen him play a few times. He's a really, really good shooter. Yeah, he is. I don't from know the if he's a three-point shootout type shooter, but That's he'll question. Yeah, he'll hit you from all over the court in a in a game. I was mm-hmm. impressed by him. Uh, yeah, because you know,
0: three-point. The three-point
1: shootout is really about can you get into the zone. Yeah, it's a yeah. rhythm thing. It's rhythm, yeah. and also, how what kind of shot do you shoot typically? If you're a set uh, shot type shooter, not that you know the scorer type, so that benefits Steph Curry. That benefits even. I don't think James Harden is on that level to win that kind of thing. James Harden is no. a set shooter style. Middleton, I believe, is as well to a degree, mm-hmm. but he still plays well moving.
0: Yeah, um, and you know, Clay Thompson. You know who? Clay I- Thompson. Who knows what's going to come out of him? Um, now for the dunk <laughs> contest. Yeah, uh, Levine uh, is the defending champion. He's yes. back. uh Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic, Will Barton from the Nuggets, and Andre Drummond from the Detroit
1: Pistons. Andre Drummond's like seven feet tall, isn't he? What you... Look...
0: I uh, guess now, Dwight Howard won.
1: I guess he won a few, didn't he? N- no comment. Now,
0: Levine... <laughs> <laughs> Levine is from the Minnesota Timberwolves yes. if you didn't already know um, Not a bad
1: player either, not a bad player
0: Yeah, yeah, Dwight Howard won in 2008 and uh, nah this is, uh, You know, uh, Nate the Skate won the two years after that Who, Kryptonate? Yeah,
1: Kryptonate Uh, Kryptonate mm-hmm. That's Nate, Rod- Nate Robinson for you all that don't know
0: <laughs> So that's that, and let's not forget the skills challenge, what, what is I mean, come on now. That's the most important part Can of. I have say
1: that is the weirdest thing <laughs> to me.
0: It is weird. Now, now here's the thing because normally it's dominated by point guards, right? Skills because yeah,
1: the passing, the passing uh, obstacles are ridiculous. Now Especially that bounce pass.
0: Here's who. Here's here are the participants. Okay. I right, laid on me. Patrick Beverly, who won last year from the Rockets. He's the Rockets. Yeah. Won last year. He's back. Cousins. Let's <laughs> see. I'm gonna watch it now.
1: All you have to say to me is "boogie cousin," and I'm watching it, folks. I encourage you to as well. I'm not done. You either knock the machines over right. or win. Uh, Draymond Green,
0: <laughs> Anthony Davis.
1: Oh, this is gonna be strange,
0: right? Uh, CJ McCollum from the Trailblazers.
1: Another really good player having a really good year.
0: Carl I'm Carl Anthony Towns of the Timberwolves,
1: really good rookie. Yes,
0: Isaiah Thomas. Okay. Towns is
1: another seven footer.
0: Like I said, it's an interesting group because you have you have big guys and you have little guys here. So Isaiah Thomas and Jordan Clarkson rounding it out uh, will be in that. So you know it. Like you said, I'm, I think I'm gonna tune into that just because yeah. of who's in it.
1: That's gonna be yeah. worth watching because that is gonna be a good laugh.
0: I think of the three slam dunk is just.
1: <sighs> it's tired. Yeah. Even it's... though last year Levine did put on a show, I gotta. He give did, a and I. You know, I'm glad he's back. Uh, we'll something new. Yeah, but you that's know. a dead event. Even though he put on a show, it's still like, yeah, yeah well.
0: Yeah, I wish yeah. they wouldn't give them. You know, that a limited time to do stuff. It, sh- it should be like. Oh, the structure
1: is just terrible. Get your dunk up there or go home. Um, and you know if you mess up the bounce, you mess up. It's a it's an attempt. Right, yes. I don't want to sit here watching you trying to get the bounce right. Exactly, the is the worst. And the three point shootout is always intriguing.
0: Yeah, you know what? It's just like in um the the A Song of Ice and Fire series, which is the basis for HBO's Game of Thrones. There's a part where the the midgets. Uh, and and everyone that no no offense that's what they call them okay like Tyrion Lannister they they come in and they do their little farce uh, and entertain the people and in one of the parts of the book
1: well like the jestering is like you know they're like yeah, court like, jesters that's right and
0: yeah. one of the parts of the book it's a, a sister brother duo the sister was saying. You know we don't stay in one place too long because they get tired of the
1: jokes. Okay, so look,
0: can we not stay on one dunker too long?
1: Because I'm gonna get tired of watching them try to put it in the rim. Right. How That's about a great that. That's a great. Also, um, I say the three point shootout is intriguing, but I have to tell you, it's getting harder to tell the three point shootout and between that and the actual games. Okay. Yeah. I have had it with the <laughs> <laughs> with this launching of three pointers at all costs. I don't know what they're doing to my league. You, anyway, you, that's my rant.
0: Yeah, you're ranting all uh, episode about the three pointer and know. previous episodes. <laughs> it's supposed to be it's it's a
1: piece of your game, not your game.
0: I agree. I so wish that we had more variety in today's league. And you know what? You're not alone, Scout. You are not alone. A lot of people are getting tired of it. Um, but somebody's going to have to stop it, or the league will have to do it. Yeah, that's the, true.
1: How they call it. But having said all that, yep. you no know, Stop stopping going to state. They're what, 46 and 4? Something crazy. I ain't even looking yeah, it up. At. I mean, so, I mean, as much as I don't like it aesthetically, and, you know, it makes my skin crawl watching it, and, and hey, it's effective. And you yeah, have it, to take your hat off to, again, the way that front office is operated and building that team. That's right. Okay. And, you know, all of their players. They do yes. what they need to do. Again, and, you know, let me get back to Let me just say this about Steph Curry to wrap oh, up. Okay, oh, go ahead. Let me ahead. say this. Me say this. I, all I'm saying, because I know everyone's having a cow. Not everyone. All I'm saying is he, I don't think he's on an elite level with the Durants and the Westbrooks. And they even trying to compare him to all-time greats. It's just absurd.
0: That is absurd, and that's why we had to remind folk how long he's been in this league, and you didn't hear one
1: whisper about him. Right, he is not 22 years old, just burst on the scene, fresh out of Davidson, so let's stop it. (laughs) Having said that, having said that, he's a very good player. Very good. Maybe the, one of the there's no better shooter in history. I'll go. I'll say that. Oh,
0: a, a shooting talent. Even with that, it's, he doesn't even shoot it right. So right, you
1: know, <laughs> right. I mean, he shoots the ball from like his nose. Yeah, from
0: his nose, nose. and it, it, he's mastered that. He knows how to get it off and and into the hoop. Yeah. So hey,
1: no hey, hate here. It's right, just, and that's because look, find no one else can do it. So yeah. I take my hat off to him, but let's just stop going nuts with the all-time stuff.
0: Okay, and I think we should stop there. We'll all stop going nuts. We will keep your sage advice in mind. Um, Everyone, enjoy the final week of uh, games before the All-Star break. Check out those events, not just the All Star game itself. I think this might shape up to be a good weekend for the All Stars. It'll be maybe fun. Maybe one of the it'll best. Be fun. Yeah, it'll yeah, be Maybe be one fun. of the best in recent memory. Yes. I hope so. Okay, Scout, anything else you need to get off your chest? The school One or more thing, just the last. I, I knew one. it. See that, everybody? I knew I it. I want to
1: channel my man Popovich. This is my last Popovich quote <laughs> regarding the three pointer. Yeah. I still hate it. I'll never embrace it. That's <laughs> it.
0: Uh, with that everybody please try to find a way to be positive in your lives uh, we'll be back as always to bring you the unvarnished truth about what's going on in the NBA and beyond take care folks listen to Connoisseurs of Sport every Monday at dailydynamic.com